Welcome back. We are a few days removed from the trade deadline, and uh, we're just going to cover some topics. Mostly, well, the trade deadline itself was quite uneventful, so we're mostly going to cover the trades leading up to the trade deadline, since those were the most substantial. And um, we are going to kick it off traveling to Florida. and uh, Sunshine State. Yeah, the Sunshine State. Uh, would you like to kick it off for us, Eric Moss? Yeah, so Florida, not too many massive trades, but I think their biggest one was acquiring Jakob Kindle, mostly just because uh, Detroit finally got rid of him. Yeah, you know, like I think he's a solid, <laughs> he's a solid top two guy. <laughs> he has he's all the such a all, bad player. all the potential in the world. Um, you know, oh. I I wouldn't be surprised if he took over Aaron Eckblad for the. Uh, for that starting role, I'm surprised Detroit even got a sixth round pick for him. Like, you know what? But he's a, he's a that was a cash drop. They snubbed him for that Norris Trophy. <laughs> past few years, yeah, him and him being the seventh or eighth defenseman on Detroit. You know, he's a real good guy. But yeah, no. Okay, so they got rid of Jakob Kendall. Thank God for Detroit. They their actual trades were acquiring uh, Yuri Hudler from Calgary for a second in this upcoming draft and a fourth in the 2018 draft as well as acquiring Teddy Purcell from Edmonton for a third-round pick in this year's draft. More of a depth guy, but yeah, no. I think Hoodler will make a good impact. Hoodler will be a good fit in there. Yeah, no, he can play along uh, Barkov and uh, Yager on that top line, possibly. So he's a good left winger. And then uh, Purcell, you know, just tossing him down there on the, the third line or so, uh, just basically doing what he did down in, uh, or up in Edmonton. I think... Florida's managed the roster well. It's very it's interesting to see because they they have this good balance between the youth and then the veterans. Like up the middle they're really they they got a ton of youth. They got Barkov, yeah. Trocheck, um, Bugstad and uh, Quentin Howden. So they got a ton of youth up the middle there. And then you add that experience to it. I mean like yeah, you, you see Yager there, you see Jokinen, just adding Hoodler. I mean, those are some experienced guys who will be able to help that youth in the postseason. And I think, uh, who else? Oh, yeah, they also have uh, Sean Thornton. So, all guys who have kind of been there, done that. Um, So, it'll be really interesting to see. Not to mention Mark Savard. Because... (laughs) Looking at their injured guys, they got, at least according to their injured list, Mark Savard, Boland, Willie Mitchell, Al Montoya, Huberto... Hoodler and Purcell, I think those they just haven't been put into the roster. Yeah, they're more yet, just but, kind of scratched yeah. as of right now. But still, that's a ton of guys. <laughs> yeah. Hubert, whatever happened to him, he was supposed to come out of the draft. He was a... I think he's had a good, good year now. Hmm? He's had a good year now. Yeah, he just sort of fell off the earth, though. Everybody was like, oh, he's going to be a great player, and he just uh, he just hasn't become that. But It's funny, though, because I was thinking about Dave Bowen the other day, and I was thinking, is he... Even still playing, but I guess not. I don't even remember. When's the last game he played? Uh, you know what? Actually, I think he's actually in the AHL, no? Oh, that's brutal. I mean, that was that, that was a terrible signing. Yeah, no. Six they, and a half or something? Five and a half? Yeah, I'm trying to look it up now, but yeah, no, for some, I'm pretty sure he's down in the AHL. I don't know how that happened, but thank goodness Toronto didn't do that. Yeah, no, he's, he's IR. He's IR. Five, five and a half million for one, two, three, four, four more years. Yeah. Well, counting this one. Yeah. So three years after this, and then he's UFA. Yeah. 
But holy, that was a bad trade. Or yeah. sorry, not a bad trade, a bad signing. Next thing is the Roberto Longo is on a contract till twenty twenty. Well, yeah, because he signed that. What was it? He's gonna be forty four or whatever by that time. He signed like a not. A, I don't know. Was it ten year deal with Vancouver? Know. Like it was. Well, that's that was the whole thing between him when he was in Vancouver and either getting moved or not getting moved because yeah. nobody wanted his contract, right? Because no, yeah. it was so long and for so much. Yeah, just looking at this Florida their roster, um, Teddy Purcell is now the highest paid forward on their team. Good for him. Second highest paid guy behind um, Brian Campbell. So That's also wow. a bad signing for uh, who signed him, Edmonton? Yeah, yeah, Edmonton. But he's only got a year left. So. No, I know, but like, come he's on. He's not that bad of a player, actually. Like, he's but four and a half million. I mean, he's think not about worth it. But you had to pay him off to come to Edmonton. Yeah, but Yuri Hudler's making four million. Nowhere even close. Yeah, well, you know what? It's bad signing. Very poor signing. So, um, that's Florida. We're, yep. I think. Um, yeah, no, we're going to jump to the uh, the other guys who are first in the uh, East. The and not in the Atlantic, but in the Metropolitan uh, with Washington Capitals and uh, their trades. Trade. So uh, they acquired Daniel Winnick in a fifth for Brooks Light, Connor Carrick, and a second. Um, both fifth and second in this year's upcoming draft. Um, but really, I think it, they were just trying to get rid of Brooks Light's contract there because he's signed for a couple more years. And after. In the next couple years, they got a bunch of guys coming up on the end of their contracts. Like you got. Uh, Kuznetsov needing to be signed. There's a bunch of guys that are going to have to be signed to bigger deals. And he he's on a $4.5 million contract for this year and next. So it kind of puts a, makes it difficult. So might as well get rid of him now. Get Daniel Winnick, who's up at the end of the year. But I really No, 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 no. Daniel he? Winnick, no. He has another year. Because Toronto signed him two years. Really? Yeah, so that's also the more still, notable. It's not as... It's not a not as bad because he's still making like right, two something. So. I think two point two maybe, but um, no, yeah, that was notable too because he they Toronto retrieved another second round pick for Daniel Winnick and then yeah. <laughs> like they flipped him last year. Obviously at the trade deadline to Pittsburgh, uh, I forget and they got I know a second round pick, but I don't know if there's anything else. Um, I mean, two second round picks for <laughs> the same player, and he's not I don't a great know, player. I, don't know, I mean. <laughs> He's only he's only one second round pick away from an Eric Stahl trade. Yeah, not not well. Eric Stahl got two seconds and uh, Alexi Sorella. So in all reality, he's got the two second round picks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, and Connor, just a, a year apart. And Connor Carrick, uh, you know, I've Connor Carrick. I don't know how good Alexi Sorella is, but Connor Carrick's gonna be a he's gonna be a top four D man in the net in within two years. So you know. I, Daniel Winnick's had more of a haul than Eric Stahl has in the past two years. Yeah, jeez, holy. Good so, for Toronto management. Yeah, that's Lou impressive. Lou Lamorello pulling the strings, doing whatever needs to be done. Yeah, but it, it kind of sucks for Brooke, like, like though, because, you yeah. know, he he stuck it out in Washington for so long. They were they were bad, and you know what? They're starting to get good. They're favorites to win the Cup this year, like uh, one of the top couple teams favored to win the Cup, and now he gets traded. <laughs> Yeah, like, it really but, sucks. Like, you know, he was, you could tell he was disappointed about that. You know, he put so much effort into the city. Everybody in the city liked him. Oh, he, he was great for the organization. And then they ship him out um, when he could be playing some deep playoff hockey. See, but that's what I was thinking about too. Do you, like as a player, 
What are you putting first? Because when you sign those big contracts, I'd say anywhere past four, even four years and onwards for high dollars, don't you consider that, hey, maybe I'll fall off the wagon a bit and then I'll get traded because people want to dump my contract? Well, Didn't you, wouldn't you consider that? Yeah, but you also consider that you're making four and a half million dollars and you're, how many chances do you get at four and a half million dollars? No, I know, but say year? even, say even you reduce that down to like three. Three is a cons- like that's not that's not a wild number. Four and a half million, you're gonna want to get that off your books, no matter what team you are. Yeah, but- if you're like a decent player making three, like meh, you might get traded, but you're at least likely to get traded than if you're making four and a half. Yeah, but then after the fact, like, uh- and you're still gonna be safe uh, financially with three over like three or four years. Yeah, but still, you had the ch- you would have had the chance to make a million and a half more for per year so what's that about yeah but now, six six mil that you left sitting on the table okay like, yeah but now you gotta then, take it but now you're looking at it, like it what sucks. you just said what you just said like she's disappointed that he had to leave yeah so i Although, mean if you're, is it if worth you're, six million dollars to win a cup i don't know is it depends the kind of person you are exactly leave that money on the table i don't know if you're if you're like, like really maybe in for, for one it. year maybe for one year I, if i was in the nhl i'd leave a million and a half on the table to win a cup but over a four-year contract you can't be leaving that much money per year on the table. It just it just depends what you're playing for, I guess. If you're playing for the money, obviously not. If you're playing to win the cup, then you're gonna probably leave whatever you need to leave there. Yeah. Obviously, nothing like. It's not. I'm not saying like Stamkos is gonna make five million a year because he wants to win the cup. Obviously not. Yeah. Like, no. You have to be reasonable. But yeah. Well, that's saying, almost what you're saying there. Like Brooks, like you're telling the cut from. Four and a half to three, like that's a well, yeah, but that's because he's not substantial he, cuts for yeah. four and a half instead of yeah. Um, Stamkos going from like I don't know what's he gonna be making? 11. eleven, ten or eleven, ten or eleven, probably ten. Even if you were to cut down to like seven or eight, that's still like a huge cut, and you wouldn't obviously wouldn't take it. Yeah, but that's even win the cup for a year. But if you're not like I mean, Brooks Leish isn't he's like a depth forward, you know what I mean? Like he, you have to look at that as. An athlete and say hey i know my role on a team yeah i'm not gonna be a top six guy so uh and i'm only gonna deteriorate from here um yeah but like yeah but like the, you're still getting if they're gonna offer you four and a half mil per year even if you're a depth guy you're you don't as especially as a depth guy you're not gonna get the chance at four and a half mil per year like that's well, they're not. Well, I guess like yeah, technically they Obviously, offer it to you. Offer but, to him if he signed. Yeah, but your agent has to fight. I know it's tough. You can't just tell your agent, "Hey, Take ask for less cut. money." Yeah, no, you're obviously gonna want the most money you can get because it is your life. And at the end of the day, after this contract's done, he's gonna be what 33, 34? Sign a one-year deal, go for the cup then. And like he's not like his, he can't play at thirty-four years old. He's still a pretty good player, right? So, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Anyway, it got, it really sucks for him, though. Yeah. But, uh, so uh, moving on to the second place team in the Metropolitan, uh, they're not even close to the first place team. Eighteen points behind Washington, and they're like that's crazy. They're at eighty points. The Rangers, Washington's at ninety eight, but Florida, who's first in the Atlantic, is at eighty points, same as the Rangers. So that's Washington's basically. They're the beast of the East. It's mm. yeah. There's by far better than every everybody else but so the rangers trade uh they traded for eric Stahl. he can still play with his other brother i think he uh 
I think that's in like his no trade clause. Like if I'm gonna get traded, I have to be traded to a team with a brother on it. Yeah, or like, <laughs> you know, if you if you trade for me, you have to sign Jared. Yeah, out of the ECHL. Yeah, he's he's. I think he's getting by on his name. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, Eric Stahl trade. Uh, you get traded for Alexi Sorella, a 2016 second and a 2017 second. So that's not a bad that, like. Mm. That's not a bad return, I guess. I yeah. mean, what like what more could you get? Especially consider and uh, I believe didn't they retain fifty percent of his salary? Yeah, Carolina did. Yeah, 50%. so I mean, and thing whatever. is though, with those retaining fifty percent, it's it's not because the team doesn't want to spend the money. Like there ain't. It's just to keep them like. But they can't spend the money. That's no, the they, exactly. They had to keep like currently their projected end of the season cap space is uh, two hundred thousand. Like, they're really uptight. Yeah. <laughs> they're tight I to mean, the cap. Yeah, they need the 50% to be retained. Well, yeah, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do it. Exactly. Um, I mean, what? And the 50% is only for what? Uh, it's this this the year, right? The year. Remember, like, yeah. yeah, that's nothing. Especially for Carolina, who's not really tight to the cap. Yeah, no, so. Um, but, you know, the, that was a big trade for the Rangers. They're getting a they're getting a third. He's actually going to be, like, their third-line center, right? Because they got a step, Derek Stepan and... Uh, Broussard. Broussard, yeah, the other Derek. So I can't stand the Rangers because they always make these moves for, uh, like, there's always these guys who are, like, who are going to get moved and then they always want to go to the Rangers. You know what I mean? Like, Nash obviously did that. Did yeah. Gabbard well, do it? Everybody wants to did go Did Gabbard to... go to the Rangers? Yes. He, was, he played for the Rangers at some point, and then he got traded off to L.A. Yeah, I mean... But obviously, always, you want to go to New York. Like, who doesn't want to play in New York? It's like that's like the second best thing beyond playing, or like second to playing in Toronto for most of these. Yeah, but what? Guys. Like, you see all these guys signing, but what kind of success have they had? They haven't won a cup yet. You know, Rick Nash has been pretty good though. I don't care how good you are. If you want to win a cup, you better go to a team that also win a cup. I mean, not saying obviously not that, not that they don't want to win a cup, but like, I. Meh. But looking at the past couple of years. If you want to win a cup, you got to get traded to Chicago or L.A. Pretty much, yeah. Um, like, you can't get traded to a Canadian team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because the past 22 years, 21 years, has this year Canadian teams aren't going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's Which something to wrap your head around. That half the league makes the playoffs, yet seven of the teams are Canadian. Seven of the 30 are Canadian. And none of them are going to make. Not it. only that, that they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're on the bottom ten. Yeah, like they're going to have like the top, like they're going to have seven of the top ten picks in the draft, pretty much. Which is ridiculous. If you think about it. Oh yeah, no. I mean, yeah, you still maybe Ottawa can get some more points. Not that no, I'm obviously not saying that they're going to make the playoffs, but like maybe they'll get out of the top or the bottom ten. Sorry, um, I don't think Carey Price will be back soon enough so that Montreal can get out of the top 10. Although, what's his... Craig Anderson's injured now, the Hamburglar. Hamburglar stepping back in. He's back. You never know. He he had a ton of... He was picked up in a ton of leagues in fan, or Yahoo Fantasy Hockey. Uh-oh. Like, I'm pretty sure it was like a couple thousand. Jeez. So, people are getting pumped up for this Hamburglar 2.0. Oh, Hamburglar. Oh, well. So then, um... And then Chicago... Got back uh, Andrew Ladd from their play at wall Stanley Cup winning team. Although you can't really say that since there's been like five of them in yeah. the past however many years. But uh, yeah, the trade was to Chicago. Went uh, Andrew Ladd, 
defenseman Jay Harrison forward Matt Frazier. Uh, back to Winnipeg was uh, prospect Marco Dano, uh, 2016 first-round pick, and a conditional third in 2018. That's only if uh, Chicago wins the Cup this year. Uh, but Marco Dano, he's been flipped to a bunch of teams recently. Yeah, you know, he was supposed to, well, they were saying that he was supposed to be like a really good top prospect, the and then is, though, he's people, been flipped quite a bit. The thing is, though, it's not that the team doesn't want him. Like, it's not that Chicago didn't want him. It's just that other teams really want him, and every team he's been traded mm. Like away from was going forward or something. Yeah, like yeah, and he's, he's that been the key piece going back. Yeah, he's that right? trade bait. So I guess I don't know. If you want to make a trade, he's good to have. Exactly. Unless you want to take the time and develop him. That that, uh, that kind of sucks though for him. Like he's probably still going to be a really good player in the NHL. Um, but it kind of sucks that you've been like tossed around like a. You you just been tossed around NHL. Yeah. Like he was in uh, Columbus and then he's Chicago and at Winnipeg, right? Mm-hmm. Still, has he played a game in the NHL? He's played a couple. I think he's, yeah, he's played a couple. But um, so yeah, Chicago again making more depth moves. Not that Andrew Ladd's a depth move, but no, you well, know, those are the Fleisch- No, I know, but like Fleischman, Weiss, Airhoff, like those yeah. just depth moves. So yeah, no, again, Lads, you can tell they're going for it. That's playing up on the top line with Taze and uh, currently Andrew Shaw on yeah. the wing there, but because. Yeah, I know that. And then that second line in Chicago is just still ridiculous. All four of their lines are just like, I mean, how can you? Who's going to compete other than Washington? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's uh, it'll be interesting to see, but we know who will not be competing, and that is the Vancouver Canucks, who did not move anybody, Dan Hamus <laughs> or Rodham Verbata. Um, that surprised me. Uh, were you surprised by that at all? Well. Not really, because Vancouver, their management's just a mess. Like, Jim Benning, like, I don't... Does he know what hockey is? Probably, like, he, he might, but... He knows what it is, I just don't think he knows what to do with his, like, team. Yeah. He knows what hockey is. He's like, oh yeah, I own... Or, sorry, I manage people that play hockey, but I don't know if he has a job other than just sitting in the press box. Yeah, because he's... Like, Dan Hamus, he wanted to stay in the... In the West, on like the, he wanted to stay near his family. Like he, he said that he wanted to stay near his son. And he didn't want to leave his son, um, but Verbata, like you could have just shipped them out. It's not like you're contending this year. You can't trade the Sedins because if you try to trade one, you got to trade the other. Mm-hmm. Like they're a package deal. So and nobody obviously is gonna want both Sedin twins just because that's a huge, that's yeah. a huge cap hit. No, right? yeah, you can't. No, you, you Vancouver can't. would have to retain. Uh, probably at least like half their salaries. Half of both, and that's no, just yeah. not. So obviously you can't, you can't do the Sedins there. But Verbata, you had, like you should have traded them. You have to move Verbata because now you're gonna lose them. You're not gonna get anything. I'm sure even I'm sure Los Angeles would have given up. Even like it doesn't even matter if it was a late pick. Like move him. What are you doing holding on to him for? Yeah. Well, I don't know, but they traded for Marcus Granlund, right? That's just well, and even he's then, the worst of the Grandland brother. But but even then, people were saying that Vancouver lost that trade because well, they yeah. sent away that Shurnkuk, yeah, Shurnkuk Sh- guy, so, and he's going to be so much better. Yeah, well, yeah, and people were saying that Grandland's at least proven what he can do at the NHL level. Well, he hasn't proven it. He's proved that he's a third, fourth line guy, <laughs> and like. Shinkarook, like he's proven that I guess he can score in the minors, but people are saying that he j- it's not, he can't bring it back, bring it up to the NHL. But 
in all reality, would you like to take Granlund, who you know is a fourth-line player, third, fourth-line guy, or take the shot on Shin Crook and say, hey, let's, you know what, hopefully he turns into something? I think Vancouver is right now in that stage where it's like Toronto was a few years ago where they know they need to rebuild, but they're just in denial about it. Yeah, and they're saying, oh, nobody's going to come to their games and stuff. People are going to hate the team. We're going to lose a ton of money. And not really. Like, the thing is, though, they have too many guys on longer-term contracts, right? Like, you you got the Sedins for two more years after this year. You got Ryan Miller for next year. Alex Edler for a while. Brandon Suter for a while. Like, you got a bunch of guys that really good players, but like Anna Hansen for another couple of years, like they're good players, but they're just locked in for a while. So you can't really do a full rebuild, right? Well, I and think that's they're, what their standpoint, they're is. trying to master that whole retool on the fly thing, which I don't think has ever worked in the history of anything. Um, yeah, you just, you can't do it. You have to accept that you, your team is not good enough to make the playoffs. And, uh, like you're not going to you're not going to improve between now and next year. Like it's not like their yeah. players are just going to automatically switch it on. The Sedins aren't getting younger. They're only gonna yeah. They're 35 now. So. Get a little bit worse from here. Yeah, but yeah, no. Basically, Vancouver, the biggest move they can make this off season is probably getting a new management staff. That's yeah. my personal opinion. Like it's uh, you no, know yeah. what? like get a new management staff in there, see what they can do. And you know what? Especially if you bring in new guys, they just have no connections to anybody they'd blow it up which wouldn't be a bad thing no i think that's what you have to do i think that's what they need yeah oh boy so all right uh we're just gonna end it right there not to end on a sour note by slamming the vancouver canucks management but that's how we're gonna do it yep we run a tight ship here um all right uh eric moss final words uh yes Sergei Plotnikov got traded from the Pittsburgh Penguins to the Arizona Coyotes. He switched locker rooms, basically, because they were playing each other later that night. Um, my one fantasy hockey team is named after him, and I am currently 16-3, and so he's probably going to bring a lot of good luck to the Arizona Coyotes. So, moral of the story, either name your team Sergei Plotnikov if you want to win, or, uh, you know, don't. <laughs> oh, and Justin Schultz got traded out of Edmonton finally. Good, because nobody really wants him anyway. He's not a good defenseman. Not really. All right, well, that's it, that's all. And we will see you guys later. We've